1: That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
3: All right. Welcome back to Blue by 90. I'm Justin, joined by Jack and Caitlin, as always. And we've got another special guest on for you today, Ant Wright. You might have seen him on Twitter before. You might have seen him in a Michigan basketball jersey before as well. Ant, thanks for joining us today. How are you doing, man? You may
2: have me blocked. Just nah, muted. I'm good. Just muted. No, I'm, I'm good, man. I'm good.
3: Well, thanks for joining us. Um, yeah, man, it's uh, it's definitely fun to to go back on social media with you. I know a lot of people that follow us also follow you. Um, so it, it's definitely fun. I mean, they you might have
2: them blocked too. How many people do you block on Twitter as well? <laughs> I only, I, people think I'm like weird, but I block a bunch of people named Ant-Right. Um, and there can only be one. Right. And then what's, uh, what's funny is like the one Ant-Right that I don't have blocked, he's also on YouTube. Um, and really? we actually had like a back and forth like a year ago. Where like I hit him up and I was like, "I'm the real Ant, right? Like, who you think you are?" <laughs> he's from like England, so he was using like <laughs> he was saying things like uh, he was like uh, he was like I have longed for this moment and all this, <laughs> <stuff>. <laughs> and, he, and like he called me a knave. Like I've never been called a knave before. <laughs> Jeez, but, what's um, a knave? No, I have no clue. I have no, to this day. I have no clue. No, let me see what knave means. No, no but I um, pull, like urban
0: dictionary or something.
2: Nah, but like I uh knave it's like K-N-A-V-E. It is a, a dishonest or unscrupulous man. <laughs> <pretty funny>. Unscrupulous. <laughs> so like so I I like blocked a bunch of ant, ant rights and um I only block you if you are interrupting people's like if you're ruining the user experience. Cause like I'll tweet something and like people like reply and then all of a sudden there's there's like five arguments like breaking out in the <laughs> comments section. But if you're in there just like spamming, just nonsense that has nothing to do with the combo. I'm like, okay, it's not about me. It's like, you're not getting one over me. I'm like I'm trying to save my, my community from your BS then i'll then i'll that. block you but then i usually unblock after like a couple months um because you know just whatever yeah see what happens right exactly it's like <laughs> hey let's see Maybe if they've, they've grown yes out of timeouts <laughs> like hey look are they are they good now <laughs> how are they good now we'll see there you
3: go uh well i mean it's it's fun uh to to be part of that community for sure um, you know, Michigan Twitter is something I'll tell you that it's, uh, it's sometimes the best, best place to be. Sometimes the worst place to be. It just depends on the day. You know, um, what, it's you
2: know, and it's funny. Cause even though like Michigan Twitter is huge, well, like it's not, that's well, kind of like why this happens, yeah. but like, there's like a lot of like niches, little pocket, little groups, you yeah. know, um, some groups are super annoying. Other other groups are just hilarious. Um, You know, I'm not trying to get political, but like, if you are far right or far left, you hate me. (laughs) I piss both of you off. Um, And, you know, anybody like in between there, I'm usually super cool with. Yeah, super chill. Just super chill. But like, if you're always like, Going political in my tweets, I'm like, yo, you're like, like people like it's like 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 okay, like yesterday someone's like, Ant just rips on conservatives and like I pull out like <laughs> tweets like this is me ripping on liberals, you know, right? And then yeah. someone goes, oh, ants has got red pilled and then I just bring out the tweets about like how you know, you know, it's 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 just ridiculous, man. <laughs> yeah. you be like, shut up, man. <laughs> <Nave>. yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. I'm gonna start trying to use that as much as possible from here. <laughs> said, You
2: are nothing but a knave. Like, man, I don't know what you just said, but that kind of hurt.
3: Yeah, <laughs> getting, getting, uh, getting criticized in like a, another language essentially that hurts even worse for some reason. <laughs> like, it's, it's
2: like there's English, then there's like super English, like, you it, is like super English, yeah. yeah. He was oh, super cool man. about it. He was super cool about it. So that's like, so funny. So, like um, I followed him and like because because like he's like seen my page and like me with him the same. Cause like if you put in like ant right, like you'll see all of his stuff on there. And I'm sure when he puts his stuff, he'll see all of my stuff. And like he's been like, I've been waiting for this moment moment from my whole life. <laughs> it was so good. It was so good. good. So yeah. so good.
3: Yeah, I mean we try to be chill with just about everybody on social media because like I'm not trying to fight with anybody for the most part unless you are fully coming into the dimensions looking for a fight as well. Um, <laughs> the one the one people I do like to fight with are Sparties though. Uh so they they're fun to fun to piss off. And it just so happens we're recording this on Tuesday night. It just so happens they just lost to Penn State. Yeah, so I mean they uh and that I don't know if you guys saw, but Penn State literally had the curtain down for the top, the the upper deck. That's how yeah, bad. No, nobody's was. ever there. Nobody's ever there. I've heard it was. It's like the worst place to to play ever.
2: I love their facility though. Like that's really? like the wild thing. Like, like I'm pretty sure it's like brand new. Like it's like no a state of the art place, but it's very. It's not college friendly. It's more conducive to like professional type deals like they have suites and all that oh, stuff really? in there like huh? super nice um but i said that i said that like uh, you know like penn state's one of the worst you know, like hoop schools out there and like nobody roots for them and da da And you know someone hit me back which does make sense they they pretty much said that you know campus is like two plus hours away from philly you know, oh really? So like if you graduated from Penn State and you're there going to a weekday game, yeah, yeah, you know, it's just just kind of like logistically kind of tough, you know. Yeah, which which and I get. I
3: get I get that too. And they also, if you look, they like sell out that arena for wrestling. Like, hmm. and they have like if you saw it, they hosted, I think it was Iowa last week or something. They sold the place out, had like Flames and smoke going for intros, like it was sick. It looked like a WWE to burn that place (laughs) down. It was so lit. So I mean, they. It's just that the it's basketball specifically. Everything else they do pretty well with.
2: Yeah, yeah, but like Iowa wrestling, they're like really freaking good though,
3: right? Oh yeah, uh-huh. Iowa's like number three in the nation or one or two they're, I don't know. they guys number. like made out
2: of corn husks man. Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> They they breed them on the farm for sure to, to wrestle yeah.
2: Yeah. Iowa, I think Iowa, I think wrestlers. Right think, Oh right? yeah right. Okay, I got Iowa, a question for you though the wrestlers in, in the, in the come and come coming goes <laughs> yeah. And what? Come and goes What's that? To... Dude, the like you, gas station? Like... Iowa, yeah, it's basically. Luckily, oh. I've never been to Iowa. Yeah, <laughs> it's basically a sheets. Do you know? What oh, you okay. A yeah, it? yeah, yeah. But they're like all over there, like all over Iowa. Come and go. and it's spelled K-U-M
3: and go. Yeah.
0: Shut up! Yeah. No, it's not. I, I swear. swear. It like, I swear. <laughs> they knew it. They knew I it. thought
3: it was <laughs> Photoshop <laughs> the first time I saw a, a picture of one.
0: I feel like I'm gonna look this up, and it'll be like. uh what was that site back in the day? It was like a uh, it's like going to spin, whitehouse.com, meatspin.com or something. That's what I feel like I'm about to run into.
2: You should have heard the bus when we drove by the come and go. Wow. And because like our first year with like with uh JB, uh, most of the guys were like new to college hoops because everybody had left the previous year. Okay. so like nobody really went to Iowa to like play yet. So we're like we're like leaving the, we're like leaving the gym from, um, our, uh, shoot around and we pass by it. We're like, Oh, <laughs> 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 the whole place, the whole bus just like erupted. <laughs> I, like, I man, imagine man, yeah. I a bunch
3: I'm thinking, of 19 year olds. <laughs> yeah. You're probably, oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sitting here 29, still saying it, but oh, you know, man. that's just guys being dudes. But. So good. So so good. All right, here's here's my question for you though. So MSU, who is atop the Big Ten, goes to Penn State, probably the worst atmosphere in the country, maybe to play a very much below average Penn State team. How do why what is it about playing road games, even when it's not a bad environment, that makes it so tough? Because the Big Ten, it's just like. It just seems like if you escape with a win on the
2: road like no matter how you do it you take it cuz those these games happen all the time. Well, Penn State is really really tough and and they're and they do this like every year it feels like it's like they always like they beat Indiana, they beat Iowa this year. Um you know Michigan was like a like a like a one point, one point game. game. Yeah. Um, awesome. uh, there was the um Purdue game where I know Purdue won that it looks fairly easy, but that game was really close. I believe uh, Penn State had Purdue down by like a few possessions early on. So um, Penn State's just like it's just a it's just a tough, just a tough team, and and that's how they were with the prior coach as well. Like it's not like this like new coach brought in like this new you know, grit factor. Mm-hmm. Um, they've always had those guys who were just just you know, just, just like toughest nails usually usually the Philly kids you know who are who's who've always been tough and that goes back to like AAU days so like uh, you know, uh they just play with just a lot of pride and you know that's if you don't come ready to play games like tonight happen and they were winning by 14. they were up 14. big 43 29 and I'm almost like yo like like, they – I kept saying, like, they need to get this to, like, 18, 19 to, like, end the game. And and then Penn State popped off a 15-2 run immediately. And then next thing you know, you're in a ball game. Like, when you're – when you have, a like, a home team down, like, you got to cut their head off. Yeah. You know.
3: And does it seem like MSU just doesn't have that killer instinct this year? Because there have been times where – I've watched that team, you know, rooting against them. I'll just be honest, rooting against them. But right. I've watched that team and I'm just like, man, like this is a good team. This is like you know, one of cl- a classic Izzo team where they they are very good, but they just don't have that killer guy, I don't think, or the go-to guy. They've got a ton of really good pieces, just doesn't seem like they have the go-to guy.
2: Yeah, they um you know, they are a very deep team. They are a very deep team. Um I think Malik Hall should get more touches, more minutes, of course. Yeah, for sure. Um yep. but you know they have a they, they have a bunch of like outside of Malik, um, I like Max Max Christie too. Uh when 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 he's in the right concepts for him, I like AJ Hogarth too. Um, but like there are um, they have a lot of B players, a lot of B players, they have a lot of role guys, right? Yeah, and they don't have that one guy who you could just give the ball to and say, Hey, go get us one, get us out of this funk. Um, take Hunter Dickinson off Michigan, and that's kind of like the same thing. I was yeah, just know?
3: about to say that, yeah, it just feels like that's the same thing with Michigan, except they maybe have some C and D guys, <laughs> let's be honest, you know, yeah. and that's their difference, but it, it does for Michigan. It, d- it definitely feels like they also like you're just looking for Eli Brooks to like, you know, Hey, go take that, you know, take that shot or, but he just doesn't, you know? Okay. And I think he's a great spot up guy, but and, and even like a Devonte Jones, I think he's pretty solid. He's played well. But he's not gonna. He's never taken over a game, right? Yeah.
2: The Northwestern game when Musa and Hunter went out, I think he took over. Uh, I wanted to see that against Ohio State a lot earlier, honestly, because Hunter was yeah. struggling a bit. Hunter was getting up in minutes too. Like you know, he he came in averaging what, like high twenties minutes, like twenty six, one twenty seven minutes per, per game. The last four. The last four games, he has sat 19 minutes total. So wow. I wonder if that's having a toll Damn. on his his efficiency. Um, and you know, he's taking more jump shots now, which is kind of saving his legs. Kind of, he might be the um, best shooter on
0: the team right now.
2: <laughs> I mean, every time he shoots it, I think it it, it has a good chance. You know, yeah, and yeah. Um, you know, it's just you know they're not they're not really. Uh, no, they're not really, you know, trusting their bench right now. Uh I think I, I also calculated like I believe this in the last three games, three or four games, um, the starters have played eighty one percent of the game. Wow. Wow. And the bench has played nineteen percent. And uh and it's wild. That is that is so wild. And I'm not sure how long they're gonna be able to continue that on. Especially with this um like this end of the season is very important, it's super important. Like they gotta go, in my opinion, like four and three over the next seven to have a shot. And um, you know, they're gonna have to play mistake free. Like you can't get in foul trouble, you definitely can't get hurt, you know, and uh it's tough. It's tough, tough, tough. It is. And
0: I am I am curious who are some guys that uh who you feel like aren't getting enough minutes right now for Michigan?
2: Not enough?
0: Yeah. Or
2: or too much. Oh man. <laughs> if there um, are if
0: there are any. I'm sure there's some too much guys, but not enough. I'm curious.
2: Not enough minutes. Um
0: like do you think Frankie dude, or uh, Kobe um, Buffkin should be getting some more minutes? Or you think they should kinda uh, just be kinda chill Frankie, where they are?
2: Frankie maybe, but I think Frankie is Frankie is someone who should be playing probably between 12 and 16 minutes per game. Mm -hmm. Um, I say that because he should be the only guard rotating in for Devontae and Eli right now. Like, you're going to come in the first half and you're going to play, you're going to play what? seven or eight minutes and in those seven or eight minutes Devonte and eli are going to take turns being in and out same thing in the I second like half take turns going in and out and then what you have is davante and eli aren't playing 37 38 minutes they're now playing 32 33 and they have their legs a little bit better they're able to see the game once they're out a little bit more um, and that helps out your depth when it comes to Frank, Frankie, getting him more experience. So you're going to need him, you know, down the road. If someone does have foul trouble or if someone is hurt or a little bit ding, dinged, dinged, uh, dinged up and they need to be out for more than just several minutes. Also, yeah. I know there's a lot of, you know, Brandon Johns, people who, who are you know sick of Brandon Johns and, uh, Brandon Johns, uh, defensively, has been one of the better-rated players on this team. Um, That's uh, why
3: I – okay, let's go to the Ohio State uh, game then. Down the stretch, EJ Liddell is dominating Michigan, and Juwan Howard has
2: Terrence Williams trying to guard him. And that was a mouse in the house. Liddell nothing. is a huge – dude, did you see his – this this is very Dan Dockagey. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> <I'm so good. laughs> but did you see EJ Liddell's legs on TV? They yeah, are yeah. massive. He's a big boy. <laughs> Two oak trunks. I'm like, I'm like, oh my goodness, this guy, 6'7, <laughs> all of 245. I mean, he's standing, he was at Big Ten Media Day standing next to my guy. Um, I call him Carlos Snoozer. Um, but we but like he's standing next to him. Carlos is about Carlos is about six, 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 seven. He played center uh division two or division three. Um and he made him look tiny. I'm like, this is a wow. ginormous human being. And so, uh... why putting Terrence on him was wild, and I'm I'm not sure, I'm not sure how that happened, but that was a wild. a a wild sequence
3: for sure. That was, it was super frustrating because I also like, I'm not sure right now what Terrence Williams gives you on either end of the court that Brandon Johns can't, you know, maybe a little bit better three point shot, I guess. But you know, I, I, I like Terrence Williams. I think he's probably a good kid and all that, but I just, he's a tweener that doesn't like, he's not great at anything.
2: You know, they're and, playing him at the, at the three also. So like he'll play at the three with like Moose at the four or um, when it's him and Caleb, that's, and then you're playing EJ knowing that Hunter has yeah. Kyle Young, you're either going to have right. Caleb or T will on EJ. And, and that's just, that's just food it's bad matchup. That's a buffet. It's a buffet. Yeah. Man. And, and speaking of Caleb, you know,
3: I think it's it's very fair to say he's been underwhelming for Michigan this year. Um, And are you worried about him in the long term? Because what I see from Caleb Houston is, you know, he's going to get his shot will come for sure. He's already shown that he can shoot. It's going to, you know, get more consistent. What more so concerns me is zero initiative to get to the bucket ever. And that's not his
2: game. Ever? Not, not I, I, been,
3: I didn't no. look at his recruiting much. Really, yeah, he never so does he,
2: that? So he is like, like, what made him so good on those teams is that when he's, he's like a super Eli Brooks. That's who he is. If, if you took Eli Brooks and you gave him the Captain America's juice, <laughs> that is who he would be minus the athleticism right? because Eli is very athletic but when it comes to like how they give buckets and how they play they're always the beneficiary of someone else, they're always the benefit of a drive they're always the benefit of the lane clogging, they're always the benefit of really good spacing where they don't need to combo dribble, it's one two to the basket, one two pull up one pull up, you know
3: Isn't that, that. isn't that what they're missing? It's hard to have two of those guys in the, in the front court, right? Like that's what, what's where you struggle because last year, you know, you've got Franz that's going to get to the bucket all the time as your three. So -hmm. now this year you've got a three that barely ever steps inside the three point line. That's where it feels like there's a little like standing around going on, on the offensive side of the ball.
2: Well, Caleb is also a four playing the three. Yeah. Um, so imagine if Isaiah Livers played the played the three. I mean, he would still be okay, but he's he's not the type to create off the dribble like Franz is. Um, while they're treating Caleb like he's Franz. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. um like that's just that's just not him. And then on a team that doesn't really have a lot of creation, that's where you have the issue of trying to force guys who have the, the ability. Maybe not the confidence or the skill set, but the ability to, um, then that's that's why sometimes it looks kind of funky out there for sure. Um, and I wouldn't mind seeing more Devontae and Frankie playing together, or even a three guard lineup, just to you know mix mix it up and you know, maybe you know leave uh, uh, maybe put like Musa or Brandon at the four, some size to help out with re- 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 rebounding. Get on Frankie and Devontae. Because Frankie's a hell of an athlete, go help rebound. Devontae flirted with the triple double last last game. He had what eight, ten, and eight. Like, hey, go rebound. It's an automatic fast break. So if if they could like like you have someone like Illinois last year at times, they played like three guards, then like Dosumu was the four. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? And like, like, how hard were That's they crazy. to guard? Right. With Cabello, Frazier, Adam Miller, Iowa. Nobody at the floor. has the
3: speed to to keep up with any of those nobody, guys. Nobody.
2: Either. And yeah. and look, let's face it. Even though there may be a mismatch height wise on the offensive end, coaches are not going to abandon what they do just to go post up their six seven wing. Who that's not what you worked on for the last right several months. You know, and that's yeah. just not what they do. If anything, smaller players have much more leverage down, down low anyway, so.
3: Yeah, and so, you know, the other part of Caleb's uh, game that I've been disappointed with is on the defensive end, I I think he's a liability, honestly. Not only is he undersized to play with most threes in the Big Ten um, physically, but there have been a lot of times where he just mentally doesn't look like he knows where he's supposed to be at.
2: Yeah, so like coming in, he was a very good positional defender, but a lot of that was with, you know, he was on arguably one of the best highest high school teams ever assembled. Wow. Yeah. You know, Cade Cunningham, Scotty Barnes, Moses Moody, Theron Sharp, all went first round. Three of them went lottery, I believe. Um, and then it, it was him. Oh, and then there's Derek Whitehead, who's also going to go lottery in 2023. Um, that's insane. He's sick. He is a sick man. Sick. Um, <laughs> that whole lineup is disgusting. Absolutely that's, disgusting. Yeah. One of the that, best that's I've ever seen. Yeah.
3: So I do want to ask about Hunter as well. Like, I, I think Hunter has obviously been the go-to guy for Michigan. Everything runs through Hunter, right? Does that take away from what the offense can do as a whole, though? Are, are there times where you feel like it's a, it's a black hole and, like, that these guys almost think, like, oh,
2: everything we got to do is just get it to Hunter? I wish he shot the ball more. If, if anything, <laughs> um, because you know like that's 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 just how, um, just how it is this year, man. Like we like that's why I need Devontae to be more aggressive, because uh, I know he can be, and he's being guarded by some guards who he's got like 20, 25 pounds on, and you see him at times take advantage of it. He needs to do that more. Um. Cause that relieves Hunter, and when he's driving, that helps out Hunter, that helps out Caleb, that helps out Eli big time. Cause now they don't feel that pressure to have to be the creator. Um, but no, I love playing through Hunter, cause he's either going to get you a good shot, or he's going to pass it to the to the right person. Um, they need to go back to when they feed him, get you know keep moving. Cause I remember they were like. I remember it was like the Rutgers game. I know not a lot of people played because the whole situation but like Hunter had to score through like 3 4 guys every single time. Um and then and then like uh and then they played Illinois without Hunter then that following game like they did a really good job at when Hunter caught the ball guys were cutting off of him top side oh bottom side the back side was moving screening for each other guys were were like rotating now guys are kind of going back to like kind of looking and staring they got to get back to moving because he's a he's a pretty good passer too so um he is getting moving and it should be a lot better
0: yeah we talked about this last time i think when we were recording like that's what I love is what I love seeing the offense go through Hunter when like you said the rest of the offense is moving cuz if somebody if there's another you know defender that collapses on Hunter somebody's open and typically I feel like he finds them and typically it's Caleb Houston at the three point line. So I don't know why they're abandoning that um, or going away from it but it seems like anytime like that happens and Caleb's open it's 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 three points. So good things happen. I don't know. Good things happen. Right. There, do you like Hunter's like three
2: point celebration too? Do whatever the fuck. You want. I don't care if you flick off the home crowd. Do whatever. Dude, you just hit three points. You can do whatever you want over the next six seconds. All <laughs> six seconds are all yours. Oh man,
0: you ever do that? Flick off the um, home crowd after hitting a three? No.
3: I'm, no, I'm, <laughs> no Did you do anything? Were
2: you what? What was your go-to? Um. I used to do this thing where, like, if I was like really feeling it, I would like hit the shot and I look at the bench and just like do <laughs> something like I don't know weird. And like, I always chew gum. So whenever I was like hot or I, I would like hit two in a row. Like, I started chewing like my gum real, real hard. Apparently, <laughs> so like that was my whole thing. Just like chew like a big wad of gum and just and just do whatever, man. Just have. Fun there you go I, I, I was like, gonna
0: I, say you an, you're an Oak Hill guy right I was wondering if you did like the uh, the Carmelo at all no
2: what I did was uh, coach told me to chill the f out but I, <laughs> <laughs> we so so my senior year we're playing uh, we're playing in we're playing in Houston I believe the game is on ESPN and uh, and Michigan was like recruiting me like pretty, like pretty hard. And they were at the game like front row, opposite side. So my dumbass, I (laughs) I hit a three from like from like twenty five feet, right? And (laughs) and then I put like I I go like this, right above my head, like a big S. And That means Sterling, right? Because that's from from Sterling, Virginia. Okay, all right. Coach, Uh coach goes, what type of gang shit did you just? <laughs> he said, "These people don't know what you're saying." He said, they said don't do that." Said, don't oh my god! That. He was like, he was like, he was like, uh, "Look, if if you would have like you know, like a motion for a three, all that stuff, whatever, but like you can't, you can't start spelling letters with your hands. <laughs>
0: can't leave anything up for interpretation there. <laughs> exactly. When you start doing that, that's funny it's as over. hell." It is over. It's over. That's
2: a wrap. That's a wrap. Uh, oh, that's good. That's pretty good. He was, was, he was so mad. We're up we were up by forty in the championship. Oh, he was so mad. <laughs> was so mad. <laughs> what was uh what was your best game,
3: high school or college? Where, where what was the game where you were just like absolutely nobody can stop me right now?
2: Absolutely nobody? I don't know, man, because I feel like I had a lot of those games, but then for some reason, like I stopped getting plays. Really. <laughs> and that and that and that pissed me off. So like the Oklahoma game, um, stopped getting plays. That was the one I never asked for plays. Like I never asked this for It wasn't plays your thing. Because my thing was, hey, what does the what does the team need? You need a hard screen for Deshaun. I'm about to lay this guy out. You know? Yep. Oh, you need me to, you know, fake a pass here and reverse it. I'm i oh, I'm gonna fake the fuck on this guy and pass. <laughs> you know what I mean? But you know, the Oklahoma game was was the one game where I was just like, yo, yo, give me. I used to call it, or we used to call it, a um, a Ricky. A Ricky is where, you know, when there's like a pin down, and then the wing comes up and he reads the screen, he could curl it. He yep. go with a straight, or he can go back for like a three. So against against, uh, I remember against like Iowa one one game, I was killing them with like Ricky's one one game. And so like 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 Oklahoma, like I never like said this, but like that those baskets at the at the Sprint Center, including warmups and everything, I think I missed like three threes the entire trip. So you like, gotta to give feed me the, the hot hand, man. Yeah. Guaranteed. Like, yo, like, yo, give me the ball, give me the ball. Please, <laughs> just give me the ball so I can just <laughs> shoot this <one>. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I need mean, to shoot it. So, like, um, that was the one time that I asked for a play. Um, I didn't I didn't ask again because I felt that was out of place. Um yeah. but I should have demanded more. I should have just just like gotten the huddle, and said, yo, we're gonna run a run a Ricky. So a Ricky is no, there's like a there's like a down screen, and you come out right. A Ricky is, we go here. I go back door, I go I go back door towards the hoop. Deshaun pops out, and then he screens down for me here. And now you I'm reading up. it with a lot more space. Yeah. Um, Oh, man. Oh, the Griffins. I would have they would they would have been having nightmares to this day, bro. I would have had 30. (laughs) I would have had 30. We would have been in the sweet 16 and we would have played Eric Diebendorf at Syracuse. I would have had 30 against the zone. (laughs) And then we would have lost by 30 because we would have played Carolina. (laughs) I was going to say Psycho T that must have been Psycho T that was like Lawson that was Ellington oh my god that team was good but I would have loved to play play that game because I grew up with Ty uh I grew up with one of their shooting guards Marcus Gignard um uh, guys who I've known since I was like middle school you know and that would have been super Damn. cool. That would have been super super cool. But yeah, like that's that's one game. Um, man, there was this game in game in Philly. We played. Um, Danny Hurley was coaching him. No shit. Saint. Oh shit. He was, he was coaching Saint Benedict's, and on okay. this team there was like five high major players in the starting lineup. Like one went to Marquette, Seton Hall. Louisville, um, Lance Thomas from for a Duke went was there. Damn. Um, this team was like stacked, so so good, so so good. And um, uh, I hit like I hit like three threes from not even not even line, probably like thirty feet. <laughs> um, just like just letting it go, just, like, just like letting it rip. And then, um, my favorite player was, um, was, um, uh, Antoine Walker. Oh, okay. Right? So after I hit my, my third one, the commentator. So this is on like ESPN commentator goes, he starts talking about how, um, he starts talking about, um, Antoine, he started talking about Antoine Walker said that there needs to be fours and like that was a four that righteous shot and like that was like that like tricked me out I was like oh it's all longer you know um, <laughs> that's pretty cool you had yeah, save that saved your that,
0: iPod touch back in the day exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly. no man
2: but like like I don't know there's I don't know man like I don't know like if you look at my percentages like you'd be like yo this guy can't shoot but um, but, like it's it's hard when you don't know how many how much minutes that you'll play. Like, yeah, like right. you're like like you're always ready, but you don't know how many minutes you're gonna play. You could play four, could be twenty-five, it could be a DNP. And then when you're in, people don't understand like touching the basketball, like going through a game for five minutes and touching the basketball like twice. And on that second touch, you're expected to hit this big three. It's tough. Yeah. It's a bit tough. You don't got to feel for the ball, right? Exactly. Like, it's like you got to feel the little dimples and feel yeah. how the ball, just like being able to just, you know what I mean? Um, it's real. I,
3: I played hoops tonight. I airballed a couple threes. And, you know, <laughs> I, I think I just needed a better feel for the ball.
2: <laughs> hey, hey, I'm with you. No, but, yeah. like, um, I just feel that, like, every time I shot it, the ball was – either going to go in or had a really, really good chance, chance to. And that's sure. what my team and that's what my teammates felt, you know, too. Like I've been taken out of games because I didn't shoot the ball. And like I get put back in and then I shoot the ball right away. And he was like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like no, not like that. But um but no, man, I feel like every game like had a shot to just be just, you know, one of those games where I come in and hit two, three, four threes, so and that's just how that kind of went.
0: So, yeah, I, mean, so I don't know about you, Ant, but I'm—I know I feel like the rest of us on here were—you know—we were expecting a bigger year from Brandon Johns this year, and you know how you kind of just said like when you when you shot the ball, you expected it to go in, and the rest of your teammates did too. Do you yeah. do you think Brandon Johns' biggest issue right now is just a level of confidence? Because that's that's what it seems like to me, just watching from the outside.
2: It could be it could be a bit of confidence. Um, I also think that um you know he had a lot of expectations coming in. When you're going into a, a program who has put some really good perimeter players in the NBA and some guys who were ranked lower than him in the NBA from the perimeter, mm-hmm. I thought Brandon was next up. yeah, when you have a, a, have a situation where DJ Wilson comes in, and people are like, this guy sucks. And I'm like, yo, just watch. Just chill. Just watch. It took me about three years, but I was finally right. And then he, was, <laughs> Daniel, he comes in. He does his thing. He's drafted 17th. And people That's were crazy. harping about Eli, Eli Brooks. Oh, Eli Brooks sucks. He can't even dunk. I'm like, y'all are stupid. Like, <laughs> chill, chill. The next thing you know, in year three, Eli, Eli, Eli Brooks becomes an integral part of this program. And mm-hmm. when you see stuff like that, and then you're seeing what Brandon was was you know doing um, his junior year, senior year in high school, you're like, okay, uh, yeah, he's next up. It has been it has been baffling. Baff- I'm like, you talk to you know you know you talk to trainers, and I talked with Stu Douglas about this. Like, say like, you talk to trainers in like the Indianapolis area who you know train guys for like the Indy Heat. And they're like, "Yo, Brandon Johnson's a pro. Like, he is really? a pro. He is he is a pro. He has all the tools. Like, I mean, he's he has athletic. He can move. He's he smooth, can dribble the just, ball. Yeah. He could. He can like like people like people watch him play, and then it just looks like he just forgets, or he has the yips, or mm-hmm. he has um a phrase that I learned this year, um imposter syndrome, which is very weird, which is very which is." um imposter syndrome let me no, let me see if i can uh it's
0: like you're not you think you're not good enough but you definitely are
2: yeah so refers to hmm. an internal experience of believing that you are not as competent as others perceive you to be while this definition is usually narrowly applied to intelligence and achievement it has links to perfectionism and the social context hmm. so imposter syndrome like this is coming from a dad who has two two sons playing Division One basketball, and he mentioned imposter syndrome, and I and I had to Google it. I'm like, yo, that sounds like some deep stuff. Let me see what that's about. <laughs> and I'm reading, I'm like reading articles about it, and I'm just like. I'm like this explains so much yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's everything. whether it's wow. him or whether it's something that I went through maybe at Oak Hill um because you know you know being being at Oak like like that was like that was mentally taxing like yeah it was fun but at the same time bro like whew, I mean you guys tough. are full of expectations there right I mean you were yeah I mean like yeah, like yeah, you have all the expectations and you're playing with dudes who are going to be in the league in one to two years. And, um, and all this stuff. And like, with like Brandon, like, look whose roles he's filling.
3: And it's like,
2: he's from East Lansing and like you, like, like, it's like, it's like, you wonder, you wonder what he's dealing with and it's 100% between the ears and no, um, uh, I'm not saying that like that's like a bad thing, but as as long as he is as long as he's able to um as long as he's able to like you know he's 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 like trying to improve himself mm-hmm. from a mental standpoint, like you know, that'll that'll be super dope. So like I've I've actually like stopped trying to like explain what's what's going on with him because a lot of it we probably
1: like, it's
2: like we, we don't see it. It's nothing. There's nothing wrong with his game. His game is ridiculous. That dude is six, eight can dribble the ball. He's athletic. He can shoot it. He mm-hmm. can do everything that it takes to be a, to be a, an elite basketball player. But between the ears, we don't know what's happening there. We don't know what hesitations he's having with certain things when he's here on his shot. Where's, is his mind like, oh shit, Twitter's about to go off if I hear, about that. you know, something <laughs> right. little, something little like that can just flash in your mind, and next thing you know, you're a little bit off. And
3: I, I feel like that—that that probably happens. We've—I feel like we've seen it happen to a lot of the four and five star guys in every sport, right? Where it's like, whether it's you know Kevin Grady back at you know at Michigan, you're this all-state running back in, at EGR, and like insane. You know, you're just the biggest hyped up guy ever. Right. And then like you get there and it just doesn't work out. You know, I keep forgetting he
2: was like, he, he was, he was a five-star right. Or four-star. Oh, he was a
3: five-star. He, he was, I watched him play in high school and I was young, but I, I mean, I'm not kidding you when that was probably one of the best football players I've ever seen. He was putting guys on his back like crazy and just, and, and it was he was playing good football players too like against good teams and still
2: was just unreal but he, so he could have gone anywhere oh yeah, he yeah. Could have gone anywhere yeah hmm. so. which is tough because it's like he chooses Michigan and he has this result what happens if he goes to auburn or whatever right. if he goes to Florida State Texas USC what happens in if he's away from home a bit? You know, yeah. what happens if he's away from all the, all that inner the circle he, chatter? Yeah. You know what I mean? Where he's able to, you know, decompress a lot more and go out there and just, and do his thing. You know, Yeah. where's he at? So it's, it's, it's that so. mental
3: part is, is definitely like, I, I don't think people give that enough, uh I, I, enough thought when you're, when you're talking about, you know, how guys pan out.
2: Right. Well, so. well, people don't take mental issues seriously anyway. It's like, well, right. Well, like, what do you mean he's like? He has a Division One scholarship. To do, 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 do. He should be. I, I will be thrilled. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, 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 shut up, George. <laughs> <laughs> shut up, George. Give me yeah. my sandwich. Out of here. <laughs> Forgot my ketchup. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know. So it's like, uh, you know. Like, like no matter no matter how much money you got, it doesn't matter what what you're doing. Like your your mentals can change can change a lot of things. Can change absolutely. a lot of things. You know, absolutely. So, so, so that's why I like like I I defend Brandon Johns a lot, probably to a fault. And the main thing is that like I know he's 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 going through some things up top, and you know. Um, just needs to make sure that, um, that you know, he uh, he continues to move forward with whatever he's doing. For sure, for sure. So, all right, I, I
3: got to ask you too, do you have a good beeline story for us?
2: Oh, man, a good beeline story.
3: I, I've heard some good ones that, like, I feel like Coach B didn't he, – he had a lot of personality but didn't show it a ton – but I
2: th- he's people think he's too, like right? Mr. Rogers. And I and I just <laughs> find that just hilarious. I'm like, I'm like, like, bro, you think a millionaire coach is Mr. Rogers?
3: <laughs> <laughs> he, he has really? his fair share of blow-ups, doesn't oh he? Oh my
2: goodness. Oof. <laughs> um oh man, good B line story.
3: I I've got one from uh from that I was told by a buddy. Um he was uh in an elevator with them at some point and uh they were talking about like oh we could uh go out somebody said like oh we could go out to play Washington uh next year or something like that for a home and home or whatever and he just straight up goes why the fuck would we go
0: to Washington? Mr. Rogers going bad, man. Mr. Rogers. It's like, yo, people, sweater, think
2: he's Mr. Rogers, bro? It kills me. It kills me. It kills me so much. Um, geez, I'm just thinking about all the I'm like dying thinking about beeline stuff. Now I'm thinking about all the all the running we had to do during the
0: Oh some. god.
2: Um well, he did send you every time
3: there was something like you screwed up, you had to go up, like up the bleachers and down,
2: right? Sometimes, sometimes those bleachers, uh, sometimes he would roll out a treadmill and put it on 10. You oh, got to oh, run shit. on there for like 10 minutes or something. 10 isn't that fast. <laughs> 10's not it, too bad. It's a,
0: it's yeah. a six minute mile.
2: It's, yeah, that's nothing. I think six minute mile. Yeah. So, like, I mean, especially for you guys like, you back in the day, too, when
0: you're in shape. Yeah, yeah, you can't
2: even make the team unless you run a mile in five thirty or under. No shit. Yeah. So like. So you're telling me
3: like a a Hunter Dickinson? I know he didn't play for B-Line, but like, that's he, crazy.
2: He would have had to make the mile in five forty five. Wow. So all so all perimeter guys. I was a perimeter guy. I had to make it in under five thirty. Best you're telling me
3: you're telling me Ricky Doyle ran a
2: 545 mile? Yes. <laughs> Holy shit. Yes, but 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 after I left I talked to Jordan Morgan and they had to change a lot of the track stuff. Um so I'm not so I'm not they may have they may have had to stop it. So wow. when so okay, so so when John's okay. Dude, people don't know this. Hold on. Okay. So, look. So, <laughs> when, okay, 07, 08, we had Jim Plocky. That's Bev Plocky's yep. husband. You know, Bev mm-hmm. Plocky, the gymnast coach. Yeah. So, Jim Plocky's a football guy, like hockey trainers. Like, you still see him on the sidelines during the football games. That's Jim, right? So, after that season, um, Beeline wanted a more like basketball suited, like trainer, which makes sense, right? Fair. So, uh-huh. so in comes, um, oh man, what's his name? His name is uh, is Sanderson. Oh no, this is gonna no. kill me. Give me one second. Uh, first name is Mike Barwes? Oh. No, nope, not Mike Um, hold on, coaching stuff. Mike Curtis, there he is. Okay, oh. Mike Curtis comes in, comes in as our strength and conditioning coach. Um, he comes in best shape I've ever been in in my life with him. Like it was unreal. Like the way that it was, just, everything was just. Tailored perfectly, I was like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" Right, best I've ever felt. Um, I don't think I lifted more than forty pounds that that year either. Really? Um, yeah, it was a lot of like, it was a lot of like uh, movement being body able body weight plyos like that. Exactly, changed. exactly. It was oh man, it was so oof, man, oof. Man, the rim. The Just rim thinking about like, it, the I rim was you. like <laughs> here at times. I'm telling you, the rim was almost there, dude. And you like, you know, you know? So like, so you know like, like uh, some people, their goal is like grab the rim. Like my goal has always been to like touch my head head on the rim. Like that was like always like my thing. Because I grabbed the rim when I when I was like when I was like ten years old. So like that was like old. <laughs> Like, Fuck you, is, is nothing. <laughs> 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 is nothing. So, okay, whatever. It's boring. Like that's always been my thing. It's like, it's like, can I, can I just touch it? Just one, one time. That year, I was really, really close. Um, but anyways, the strength and conditioning coach job opened up in Virginia, and we always knew Mike wanted to get back because we had got him from the from the Grizzlies. So he went to UVA. Oh shit! He's still there now at UVA. Oh, wow. He's still there. That's why I went to check. I went to check UVA's coaching roster, knowing that he was on there. So he leaves and comes Coach Sanderson. Um, very similar, very similar in terms of body movement, doing all these things, blah, blah, blah. but coach Sanderson's thing was explosiveness, right? I'm like, let's right. go! Like, we're all like, oh, we about to get on that rim. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're about to get. You're about there. to be booming on people this year. Exactly, exactly. Um, but like during like the summertime, that's when you're like 100 healthy, and that's when you can like get real close. Because as soon as practice starts, that rim starts getting like a little bit higher, <laughs> a little bit, bit higher. Because <laughs> like now you, you got to save that energy for the rest of this practice. There's right, like no point in jumping high. Um, so Sanderson comes in really good with the movement stuff and all this, but big on the explosion. Do you know what part of your body deals with a lot of explosion? Let's see if you guys know
0: your ass, your ass,
2: and nice. Uh, um, calves? your hamstrings, okay. All uh, right, your, okay. your hammies. Like, hey, if. If you want bounce, do some RDLs, bro. Do some RDLs and some hip thrusts. Huh, I wonder You'll why start feeling, yeah. You'll start feeling real good. Um,
3: I I can't stand lifting hamstrings, so that's why I I'm like <laughs> I'm 6'3, still struggling yeah. to like grab rim. So yeah.
2: Right. So there's that's that's your that is your that is your trick. It's all on the back of the legs. It's like, yeah, it's a bit of your calves, but I'm telling you, your hammies. And do some hip thrusts, bro. I'm telling Ooh, you. Right. You'll, you'll be feeling real good. Pause. You'll be feeling real good. No, we'll see you no on the pause. end one tour soon. <laughs> all, of all of it. So, so like, like um, so, JB has a track workout. He came in with the track workout. And it's the worst thing to happen to me Ever.
1: So first of all, I hate running.
2: Point blank, period. I hate running. Uh in I hate running in circles. Like, yo, <laughs> let me do some sprints or something. But like running right. in circles outside, yep. I got tracks. I'm not like like I don't even have basketball shoes on. So here is the <laughs> here is here's the here's the track workout. You ready? <clears throat> You go around one time, timed, timed, all timed. Okay. All right. So you go around one time, 70 seconds, rest for like 30 or something. Go around and again. And that's like a sprint. Yes. Yes. Dead Oof. sprint. Go around again, 70 seconds, rest for 30 seconds. Do a 234, rest for 20 mm. seconds. Do another 200 and 34 rest for 20 seconds do a 100 and i believe i think it was 12 or 13 seconds i believe it was i believe it was 12 112 seconds oh my god we are moving bro right 12 seconds right rest for 10 right do a 100 back in 12 seconds rest for 10 do it all again do it all again (laughs) That's for 10, and then you got to run a, a 470. I think what? after that
0: first 400, I'd be like, you know what, coach? I think I'm just going to be a team manager. Just <laughs> tell me where the Gatorade's I, at. Tell me where the towels are. Like, I'll, I'll help out, but I, I don't think this is me. <laughs> my,
2: my dad always told me to play baseball. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> True story. Oh, my God. But, so I, um, all right. So that was our track workout. We did it twice a week, Tuesdays and Thursdays. In the meantime, we're in the weight room doing explosion drills, okay? Those two things, they mix together like mayonnaise and salmon. (laughs) That's
0: what I was just thinking.
2: They did not mix. Your legs are just jelly. That's where you, like, can't walk out of
3: the gym that day, right?
2: Done. So I popped my hamstring during the preseason in 09. Manny Harris popped his hamstring uh, Blake McLimans, remember him. Yep. He popped his hamstring. Um and it was all because the two workouts just didn't didn't they just, they were clashed. Just, they were but, just too much on too much stress on the hammies, right? Exactly, exactly. So and then and then what happened was um after I think after that year or the year after that, um they eliminated the whole track stuff. Um, I talked to Jordan Morgan. They said, uh, I believe Sanderson talked with JB. Like, hey, they can't go be out there doing all this stuff. Given me, it will do some stuff that will be more beneficial for him and all that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's like, and he's still there, killing it, absolutely killing oh, yeah. it.
3: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, um, that's crazy. Yeah. That that's I mean, I mean, at what point? <laughs> You never get thirty seconds or twenty seconds. You can't catch your breath during that. Like you're just dying, just no. a gradual slow death.
2: No, I hated those days. <laughs> like those were the worst days of my. Those were the worst days of my life. And then, like I'm sitting there the whole time, like yo, like how am I gonna get this mild? Because like I never had the mile timed. Right. But the last time I had it timed was like. Elementary school when I ran it in like ten minutes, <laughs> right? I'm like yo, I gotta run half that. I'm like, what? I'm like, I'm, I know I'm a division one athlete now, but man, that's that seems that seems that, that seems pretty tough. But um, but yeah, man, like we, I remember on like the third lap of the uh, time mile, I remember I was just I was like I was like stay with Javon Shepard as much as I can. On the third mile, I stayed the same pace. Javon was slowing up. So I like smacked him on the ass as hard as I could. It's like, yo, let's go. Like, like, yo, we're <laughs> not doing this again. And sure enough, like, we like finished it. He was like, there were like 21, 22, 23. And then I'm through at 24. Oh, shit. I like ripped my shirt off. And I like smacked the cone out of like someone's it was I don't know if it was JB's hand or so, someone's hand got smacked I smacked the cone like over the fence. I didn't care. And I was like, ah, was, like, let's go. Get me up out of here. Get me up oh, out of here. Man. And I was, like, Never again. Yeah, so, and you're that, not you're not go pumped go. that you
3: like, you're not pumped, like, yeah, I just did that. You're like, I never have to do that again. Thank God,
2: like <laughs> never again until so next so. year. Yeah, you know? <laughs> until next year. <laughs> and then, and then after that, after we do that, we have we have to go back to the back to Chrysler and do all of the um, do all like the the drills that get timed, and we have to like we have to get a hundred and ten wraps around your body done in sixty seconds.
3: Wow, like. All
2: push-ups like or push-ups, like
0: squats, sit-ups, anything like that?
2: Basketball. Oh. Wrapped around your body. Oh. 110 gotcha. times. Damn. Oh. In 60 seconds. Um, then there was another one where like you had to hike the ball back and forth between your legs, back and forth 40 times in 30 seconds. Um, there was a another one where you had to go like this with the basketball between your legs. 40 times in 30 seconds. Uh you had to make 53s in 5 minutes um with one rebounder and one ball. Um Damn. If I'm you didn't for, do these things, you didn't you couldn't you couldn't practice.
0: I just waiting for Twitter to blow up with the ant right workout here.
2: Yeah. Um, <laughs> dude it's man, it's um yeah, man. 53s in 5 minutes and um and then so like I'll see someone on Facebook like I don't know, like uh, two weeks ago, someone on Facebook was like, like, man, my son just did the jump line, fifty threes in five minutes. He had 73s. I watched the video and he's not doing the drill correctly. <laughs> <laughs> and I clicked off of it and I was like, no, I I have to tell him. So I go back on the like, hey look. This is the drill, actually. It's three-to-one ratio. You got to move. You can't just sit on top of the key. You got (laughs) to move around. Like, you got to cut a little bit, and you got to shoot on the move, and then you got to shoot a mid-range shot so you can't just zone in on the distance. Right. Anybody can stand in one spot and make, like, a million – well, not anyone, but – you know what I'm saying? But, like, you know what I mean? It's like you go three-to-one, and you're moving – so you can't just zone in on one part of the basket and just sit there, just just like nailing them out. So yeah, he got mad at me. He was like, "Who do you think you are?" I was like, "You know, what? hey, you know, what? I'm gonna Send him the highlights. I'm, <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: Speaking oh, speaking of Twitter too, I how what's your best dunk on somebody on Twitter? Not not in a, like a real game, but what's your like if you could go back on Twitter.
2: Yeah. Oh, that's oh, that's easy. That's so easy. It's got to be docket. So docket? Dockage? No, not docket. Not docket. Um that's that's so easy. So you guys know Chris Castellani?
0: Yeah. All uh-huh. right,
2: Chris. Real real cool guy. Never said a negative thing. He's Mr. Rogers. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's Mr. Rogers. Yeah, that's Mr. There Rogers of Twitter. And like he had, like, come out with, like, a statement the other day with, like, Barstool. And I was like, look, I don't know what happened, but Chris didn't do anything. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. You like, can't. Whatever Portnoy did. Situation. Yeah. I have zero knowledge of the situation. I just know that Chris <laughs> didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> like, I'll say my piece, and that's it. Um, No, but, okay, so Chris Casalani, uh, he was just, uh, you know, he was just you know, – just still tweeting about something and this guy is just being a jerk to him. I'm just like like, like what no are you reason. doing? Like, I'm like what are you doing? Like why? Why, right? And like I'm like wait a minute. I'm like I'm like Chris isn't going to talk back to this guy. Like I got to do something. Right. Pull up his stuff. He's a sexual predator no no teacher what? sexual predator and his sister was too and i go this you with like all <laughs> the, the clippings oh, oh no my God. Oh, shit. that's
3: like you you not only end his twitter life you like ended his real life
2: too <laughs> oh shit damn
0: yeah you got stuff like that going on you can't be talking shit to anybody yeah, later. Later. Right. Like, <laughs> like, fuck man
2: Start laying low, buddy. He's like, I don't know if that's yeah. a good idea. for you. You know? Surprise that guy's oh, on the internet. Yeah, i have he's a burner name. name. He's just yeah, what name. the fuck you doing? Full an name idiot. and his picture. I'm like, oh my goodness, this is about Jesus to be the guy. man. That like, that's I the felt only like time. Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade was like, Google, <laughs> throw me the lob, and now I'm LeBron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, thank you. Oh my god. Yes, yeah, that yeah, that's was, the was only like,
3: time I condone uh, somebody using a Twitter egg. Like you should have u- been a Twitter egg, that guy. Yes, that, yes. You know? But yeah,
2: that was by far the best one because I had people who absolutely hate. What I say hated me, like people who absolutely can like hate me was like, oh my God, this is hilarious. It was, like, it was like, it was like, it was that, it was that good. Like, dude deleted his entire existence. It was so satisfying, man. It was, I swear, it was. And, and for man. Chris,
3: too, because oh. like, you, you're you you're defending a guy, a great guy's honor, too. So yeah Just
2: like, the nicest dude yes. in the world. Yeah. Yes. And I wouldn't have even like searched like that, but I'm like, this is Chris. I'm like, yo. Who talks bad about Chris? It's like Chris is the most pure soul. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, that's not happening. Chris Castellani will not be talked about, not on my watch. Nah. Not at all. At I love all it. Whatsoever. I love it. All
3: right. Well, we'll have we'll leave that as our last question for you. I love it. Um, we Sorry appreciate for the
2: you. story, but
3: You're like, good, dude. Oh no, it's great. Was, yeah. Um, No, we, uh, we appreciate you coming on, man. I mean, I, I'd love for you to tell everybody kind of anything that's coming up for you in the future. Cause I know you're working on a shit ton of stuff right now. We're excited to see, see what's going on,
2: man. I got, oh man, I got, man, I got things that I can't like talk about yet, but, um, I got a, I got a lot of stuff coming, man. I got a lot of stuff coming. I'm super excited. Um, I'm excited about what's, you know, going on with, um, on three.com. I'm still expanding with them. We're doing stuff with, uh, the Wolverine doing stuff with the Wolfpacker over on NC state, uh, this stuff with, um, Kentucky sports radio for their YouTube with the shade and sharp. That was a lot of fun. Um, just the whole recruiting landscape over there. I'm just, uh, really excited about that. Um, uh, I, uh, I uh, re-upped and signed a new extension with Spotify um, the, the other day, so like I'm still doing that whole thing, and I'll be and doing that's green more. room, right? Yeah, that's green room. Yeah, so right. um, so just utilizing that platform and being a creator over there, and then I got the right media group, and you know I got a lot of stuff planned with that, and I got an NBA draft website coming out here in the next couple couple months. Um, Man, I dude, I got so so much. much Holy shit! Like, Like, I I haven't even really like, (laughs) I haven't like touched on like what I like, dude. It's like, like it's like really, it's like, like I'm like, I'm like super, like like, I'm like, I'm super blessed and fortunate to even like do this stuff, and um, like I wouldn't be able to do it without people like you guys or like anybody in the community and all that stuff. So like. Um, uh, so I'll, a lot of this is kind of like, you know, like I'm, I'm just trying to like grow, you know, to like, you know, just make something special, man. And, uh, and I, I'm like, I'm, you know, if, I'm like, you know, like I'm, I'm, I'm right there. Like I'm super close and, um, I'm just really excited. Just really excited about this stuff. Love it. Over, well, under, uh, two John and a half thing. hours of sleep for you. Yeah, yeah, over under. I don't sleep, man.
0: I don't sleep. <laughs> I I'm like, man, on- all these things you're doing, and you got a kid to take care of. I'm like,
2: how's this guy sleep?
3: You're on Discord with Wolverine Corner till like 3 a.m.
2: too. <laughs> Gaming,
3: playing Among Us. Hey,
2: man, we'll oh, got to. You, you got to like decompress. You got to de-, de decompress. You got to have, have to. Got to mm-hmm. gotta have to. You got to get off Twitter. That's why I like Log Spotify every so often because, you know, like, Spotify, Spotify, Green Room, it gets you off Twitter. Like, Twitter Spaces is dope, but like, it's also super convenient. Like, I want to have you have to click twice to come see me, not click once. Just like people who are listening into this, they got to come see you. Like, they can't right. look at you via Twitter, you know. Give me the yep. people who don't mind a little bit of inconvenience to come kick it with your boy, you know. Love it! See who your real love fans it. are.
3: Yeah, for sure. Well, we love all the content that you've put out so far, and very excited to see what you've got cooking uh, for the future too. And so we appreciate you coming on, man. You can follow Ant at Ant, It's Ant right Doc or it's sorry, Jesus, I just blew that. Jesus but at it's Ant Right on Twitter, <laughs> um, and you can see some of his stuff at On Three as well. And and you know, just follow him. And uh, what's your YouTube as well? uh it's ain't right it's ain't right as well all right, cool.
2: right we'll see the shield there I you think go it's a, i think it's a gold shield on youtube sweet okay
3: it. cool um well we appreciate you coming on man and then for us you can follow us at blue by 90 on twitter instagram facebook we're on the Mazin brew uh youtube channel and on their podcast network as well so follow us there as well as all their other podcasts too we appreciate it go blue go blue go blue